Hey guys and welcome to a brand new podcast. It's the MLB UK Community Podcast, a podcast to be named later, or for short, PTBNL, which I think we'll refer to it from now on. But this is a brand new podcast with me, Dave Shaw from at UK Phillies on Twitter and Tracy Wilkes from the UK Mets Online. And uh, good evening, Tracy. How are you? I'm fine, Dave. How about you? I am good. I'm really excited to finally get this podcast up and running. It's been a, a lot of intense planning over the last two weeks. We sort of had this <laughs> idea in, in, in what November, December, then it all went quiet. And in this last two weeks, it's just taken off. It's like, right, we've got to do this. We've got to nail this. So here we are. And uh, what's the plan for this podcast? You're all asking, what's this all going to be about? Well, basically, a week before the season starts, it's going to become a weekly thing. We want to cover the MLB in that week. We want to cover the weekly results. We want every team covered. We want you guys on covering your team on this show as well. We want it not too niche, not too statty, uh, but not too patronizing for newcomers. We want that good mix, that uh, that just a fast-paced information podcast. Uh, also information on the UK MLB meetups. Uh, the game's coming up on the BT as well. Keep you guys in the loop with that. Uh, weekly roundups. Uh, UK baseball as well. We want to cover UK baseball. Uh, the Team GB have a massive month next month in the uh, MB- uh, WBC qualifiers in Tucson. We're going to cover that. we get Liam Carroll on. Uh, this is a podcast by the fans for you guys, the fans. Uh, and with me also joining us is George from at UK Astros. And Jack from at UK Yankees, or AKA MLB UK Community. Guys, how are you two? Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, just hugely excited um, for this as a new venture for us. Sorry, just to let people know this is George speaking, uh, AKA Astros Fans UK. Um, I, I think you've just summed it up brilliantly. Uh, this is really in order to, to represent all the fans uh, and to get everyone involved. We really want that fan interaction to keep people up to speed with what's going on in MLB and also baseball in the UK. And I think um, we're, we just were really hyped. How about you, Jack? Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this, really. I, I saw, we saw, as, as Dave said, we've been chatting about it for a little while and it sort of just kicked off in the last two weeks, really. We saw, I think, it's been a phase being thrown around by above, sort of for the fans, by the fans, rather than being too statty, too sort of nerdy, this that, and the other. It's, it's um, just going to be about having a laugh, really, enjoying watching baseball, enjoying the sport that we watch and we stay up till 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning watching. Let's just have fun with it, guys. Yeah, yeah. And it's to keep you guys out there updated as well. It's tough trying to follow baseball, especially in the middle of the night, and you miss so much. So we're going to try and package that all up for you and put that in a weekly podcast for you guys so you haven't got to go anywhere because we're going to cover you all. Uh, so let's get into, I think, one of the best stories in baseball, especially in the UK, is how fans became baseball fans and uh, and tracy how about you because you're a, a massive mets fan of course you're one of five in the uk mets online group how did you become a baseball fan um i went on holiday with my the he was my boyfriend at the time we're now married um decided we wanted to go to a baseball game yankees game tickets were blooming extortionate so we decided to catch a mets game and fell in love with the game, the fans, Shea Stadium, and we've been going back every year since. Awesome. I think that's a, a similar story for many, going out there and just catching a game on the off chance, getting involved in the American culture and seeing what it's all about and becoming hooked. 
Uh, and of course, we've got George and Jack here who are going to tell us a little bit about MLB community. Uh, Nick, as well, is part of the team from the UK Angels. Sadly, can't be here today. Uh, but first, before we get into MLB UK community, Jack, how did you end up becoming a Yankees fan? Well, to be honest, uh, I haven't really got like, the story like Trace. I went to New York and I sort of just fell in love with it. I'm, I'm very much, I don't, I've never been to America. I've never been, I am going in April, so that'll be fun for me. First time. Yeah, my first time. So, to be honest, um, it's it's the name. I'm not going to lie. It was the name. I, 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 you, you, you know who the Yankees are. You know who they are. I'm not going to lie. So, oh, but, play, I, yeah. but then, but then you start digging into the history side of it, and the names they've got, the history they have got in the game. I just fell in love. The pinstripes, New York, everything about it. So, pretty much since 2007 ish, that kind of time. So, I've seen one. Well, in 2009, so I can't go back to the 90s with, with Derek Jeter and this and the other. So I can't go back to the real, real dominant days. But um, mm. yeah, so that's, that's it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend that I've been them since. Do you know what I mean? I've I've, <laughs> I've been I've been the Yankees fan since I was born. I'm not gonna say that. It's, it's hey, it is the way it is. So I've got no allegiances to any side of America. Though, yeah, yeah not, we weren't all born and bred in the UK baseball fans. We've all got to find our mm-hmm. team somehow. George, for you. Uh, Astros is is uh, how do you become an Astros fan? Because they're not it's one it's not the biggest tourist attraction in America. People don't fly out there necessarily for holidays and going to catch games out there. How did how did you become an Astros fan? Yeah, it's an interesting story. I mean, the, the way I, I kind of stumbled across it, along with uh, many others in this sort of so-called Channel Five generation of um, British baseball fans, I was fourteen at the time in 1999. Happened to be up late one night. Uh, just thought, thought it was on. I uh, was interested, played a lot of cricket, massive cricket fan, um, and uh, wanted to know what it was all about. I was a, a bowler in cricket, and I enjoyed watching um, Mike Hampton, who was uh, pitching for the Astros in 99. And I decided that if I wanted to get into the sport, that I would need to have a team to follow, because otherwise I'd probably lose interest quite quickly, especially with the time difference. So um, I watched that the end of that 99 season uh, without a team and decided that I would want to go for a team that wasn't the best necessarily. So not a glory hunting team, but the Astros <laughs> had a very exciting side back then. All the killer bees um, never won a, a championship. Uh, they won the division that year. But um, so, yeah, I, I just wanted to, to get on board with something that was exciting to be behind. Of course, lo and behold, before the 2000 season started, Mike Hampton got traded to the Mets. So I had a choice um, as to whether to stick with the Astros or follow Mike Hampton to the Mets. And, um, you know, 20 years later, here I am. I'm an Astros fan. And you've got a gold ring to your name as well. And all of you got uh, World, <laughs> World <laughs> Series ring. Jeez. Oh, Except me, the Phillies fan. Uh, oh. so, so it all started in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> 2012, I became a fan. I was uh, like Tracy. I was out in Philadelphia traveling. And got invited to a game on the off chance. Uh, got offered a ticket. Knew nothing about the sport. Wasn't really that interested. But I was a sports fan. So I went, yeah, hey, let, let's check it out. Uh, it was against the Pirates. Chase Utley played his first game since coming back from the IL. Hit a home run on his first at-bat. The place went crazy. And I was sold straight away. Um, loved it. The more I learned about the game, the more I enjoyed it. I ended up staying in Philly another three days longer than I was meant to. Went to three more games. The ballpark tour. Went home. Followed it obsessively uh, to not much joy because uh, we haven't had a winning season since. Uh, but I've never seen a winning season. So I can't be called a plastic and I can't be called a glory hunter, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I love this team and uh, our day is going to come um, 
I don't know when it's gonna come. <laughs> it's gonna get better. It's gonna yes. get better. We're gonna look, we're gonna surprise a lot of people this year. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, so that's my story, uh, and this is the team. This is us. Um, so basically, we're going to do divisional sh- uh, preview shows coming up. So each division is going to be covered in separate shows. We're going to get fans from uh, each team in the division to come on, like a roundtable-style uh, podcast, add some questions, have some fun, uh, see what everyone's feeling about the new seasons coming up. So we'll get those out during spring training before we start the weekly regular shows. But, George, Jack... Let's talk about MLB UK community. It was a group that started up a, a few years ago now. Uh, I, think we're in, I think we're into the third year at MLB UK community. We are indeed. We are indeed. Um, so, George, yeah. MLB UK community, what is it all about for people that don't know? Well, I think just like you touched upon, it started uh, back in 2017 after there was a, a home run battlegrounds, which um, MLB set up in Hyde Park. And we came together at the pre-event uh, as, as a group of fans brought together by Colin Murray, and we had this idea where we just wanted to do something whereby it's something for fans to, to, to latch onto, where they could where they could actually watch games together, and and kind of understand that you're not an island uh, in, in the in Britain in terms of being a baseball fan. Because for years, I think almost all of us before uh, connecting on social media wondered if we were genuinely the only fans in the mm, in Britain yeah. that were watching the sport. So what we do in terms of MLB UK community, we are very passionate and committed towards setting up events under this hashtag MLB Meetups UK, um, which is just meant to be acting as a, as like a beacon for people to latch on to, to see where places near them in the near future are showing games, live baseball games to, to, to watch and enjoy together, have a drink, you know, have, have, enjoy the banter and enjoy um, uh, a night watching the sport, really. Um, so what we're trying to do with that is we're trying to expand that across the whole country because we've had we have our events in London which we host at, um, at Belushi's in London Bridge. Um, so please do check out that hashtag MLB Meetups UK. But the, uh, there are other other cities around the country, Birmingham, Leeds, um, where else we had at Nottingham, uh, even in Glasgow last year and Aberdeen the year before. So we we, mm. we really want to expand it just under that hashtag. So uh, it's, it's about again it's about fan interaction. And that's what we do. Uh, Jack, Jack, would you agree with that? Yeah, you, you've, you've hit, hit the nail on the head there, George. It is all about getting fans together to enjoy the sport. As, as George said, you can you can start to feel a bit sort of isolated because it is such a the the the, um, the game times don't really aren't really sociable as we all know. So you can start to feel sort of isolated, a bit sort of a bit weird almost I'm not, not in a bad sense but you just feel well oh, okay not a lot when you explain you're a baseball fan you have to you do have to go through the whole rhythm of going oh I enjoy it and it's all right it's, you feel like you're, you're sort of defending yourself so it's nice to come together as a group as no matter who you are like George is an Astro fan I'm a Yankees fan doesn't matter does it really yeah, uh, Red Sox fans yeah. Mets fans you name it Cubs Cardinals it doesn't matter who you support as long as you come along enjoy yourself and have a good time. That's pretty much just having a good time, really. I love, I think... in, I love interacting with the um, fans of all these other teams. The thing is, it, we, it kind of broadens your scope as a fan of what you know, because we all know about our own clubs. But I, I find every time we have an event, I learn more about other teams, other people's mm. teams, and that's brilliant. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't agree more. And for people that haven't been down yet, I would really recommend it, even if you're going on your own, because there's no rivalries. Everybody in UK baseball wants the same thing. One, we're all passionate baseball fans. We're all baseball fans. We all love the sport. We all want to bring the profile of baseball up in the UK. And you go to these events. 
like I said, there's no animosity. There's no rivalry. Everybody is chatting from all different fans, watching the game, having a beer or a drink and some food, getting along, enjoying watching baseball with other baseball fans, which is, is, it's hard in this country, you know. It's hard to talk about baseball with other people in this country. You can't go to work and uh, go, oh, did you watch the game last night? No, of course you didn't. You know, and it's it's nice to have, and it's it's a great community. You can I've made so many friends through MLB UK community through these meetups. Uh, plus Belushi, have the PlayStation with uh, with the MLB the Show on. So many different games are on. So even if you you want to go, but you feel like you're going to be coming down on your own. It's honestly not intimidating at all. And trust me, everyone's there to welcome you. You'll get a nice welcome. Start talking to baseball. You, you, honestly, you'll have a fantastic time. Uh, Tracy, have, have, you, have you been to one of our meetups? I haven't, but I will be. It's one of the joys of living in the deep, dark country. Um, well, you're in Doncaster. Well, yeah, but a little village. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it, it must be nice to not have to sort of roll your eyes when someone says, oh, it, it rounders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Oh, yeah, it's true. And, um, you know, like George and Jack have said, we have had events up in, uh, well, in Scotland, Edinburgh, Aberdeen, Manchester, Birmingham. Uh, and we're hoping this year to get encourage people to set up events. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be on a grand scale. Just find a venue that will show baseball, put it out there, um, and you'll be surprised. People will come. Just sit there and watch baseball with someone else. Uh, you know, Leeds has got so many. It's got a baseball team and so many fans. I'd love to see an event or just a showing up there. You know, it'd be fantastic. It'd be good for you, Tracy, being in, being in South Yorkshire for a local venue for you to meet other fans. Yeah, uh, there's two teams in Sheffield. There is. Yeah, Blade Runners. I can't remember the other one. And the Bruins. Bruins, yes. That's right. Yeah, so it's good if people, if people just get together from there and just go, like, right, we're going to go here, put it out there on social media, going to so-and-so to watch the baseball, anyone can join, see if someone turns up. Nottingham's another great example. That's now a regular venue for for uh, events from, yes. I think, it's, is it Matthew George? Who's, yeah, who's it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it is him. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's Matt Pumphrey, is that, I think it's his name. Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, very, very happy with what they've done there. I think that's an example for other people to follow. I, just to underline what you said, it's not about the numbers. If, obviously, if you have 50-plus people, fantastic. But if you've got five people, don't feel like that's a failure. It's absolutely not. You're connecting baseball fans. And by doing that, you're part of this hashtag MLB Meetups UK movement, as we, we kind of frame it. Mm. Um, and I really, really can't stress how passionate enough, uh, sorry, how passionate about it uh, we at MLB UK community are. We will make sure it's a success uh, because... The proof is in the pudding. When you hold these events and you see the photos and the videos from these events, everyone has a great time. Uh, and, and that's the main it's, thing. It's such a positive thing for the sport and support in this country. And um, we will continue fighting to, to, to connect fans all over the, the you know the width and the breadth of, of, of Britain. Yeah, and even even bring bring a friend who may not even be into baseball, and you may Absolutely. be surprised that just watching the game, a full game, and understanding the rules. And watching it with fellow fans as well, get a bit of the atmosphere. There's always a great atmosphere. You know, home runs are applauded. We have the, uh, the walk-off watch. Walk-off watch. Walk-off walk watch. watch, which has had some legendary <laughs> moments and some legendary oh, wow. anti-climaxes. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's all good fun. And if anybody has any ideas about hosting an event, wherever you are in the country, get hold of MLB UK community yeah, on ours. Twitter yeah, or on ours. Facebook, and we will give you any help we can possible and definitely help you advertise it out there as well. On our social media platforms. 
Uh, talking of venues uh, for meetups, uh, Home Run House, if you haven't seen, opened up in London in Westfield Shopping Centre in Stratford. Pasha Young Avenue and MLB London have come together to give you what, what I thought, guys, was a fantastic venue. Now, I know, Tracy, obviously you're too up north. It was tough for you to get down. So we're going to... yeah. We're going to tell you all about it and uh, tell everyone. Just make me jealous, boys. Oh, no. Honestly, <laughs> when, you're here, when you're here for the London series, you, you get down to it because uh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect venue. Jack, George, not you, Jack. What was your feelings about Home Run House? Did, have MLB London and Passion got this spot on? I, th- I think they have with the. Spe- uh, they, I, I think they have, yeah. I'm not going to go into the negative one. Well, my, my sort of. Things I think they could improve on because that's not the point. The point is, we've got a place where you can go watch baseball, baseball themed, everything about it. They've got their own little um, shop in there where you can buy all different kinds of hats. And surprise, surprise, there is Yankee stuff. They've got batting cages, they've got baseball themed food, like hot dogs, this, that, and the other. It's it's such a great place. It's such a good, a lot of fun. And I just think even if you go down there on your on your own, just for a random for. A random Oh, oh, oh Jack, 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 Jack just random. Left us on random. Jack pulled a funny frozen, frozen face time. and left us on random. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pick that up. I mean, yeah, what, what, what Jack said, yeah, if you go there just randomly, I think um, absolutely you could go there on your own. You could go there in a group. Uh, the way I see it is that it's like, imagine you go out and you want to go bowling, like 10-pin bowling. It's exactly the same concept. Just go out there and have a hit. I mean, it, you could get into those um, batting cages and uh and have a have a go because it, I there's no you know they, they can set the the pitching machines up to slower speeds faster speeds whatever you want and i think um yeah just 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 go for it i think you whoever is listening to this and thinks mm, i'm not sure if i want to go do it take the plunge you'll have a well, great well, time well george you, you hadn't you hadn't have, you hadn't even picked up baseball back before had you until you nope, had a go in never, there never 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 um so that was that was a lot of fun i mean coming from a cricket background obviously cricket I'm not even a batsman in cricket, but when it comes to, comes to a cricket side of things, the swing is totally different with your batting. So it was a real, real sort of fish out of water experience for me. But I loved it. Honestly, I thought it was really good, and I'm definitely, definitely going to go again. Not, not just for our own events. I'll definitely go outside of that as well. Yeah, so we're we're, we're going to try and get some stuff down there. Certainly, I'm going to be down there in the Easter time just to watch some baseball. And if anyone's about, come and join me. Uh, the batting cages were really good. I think even for people who have played before, like myself, who play at the moment, or people who have never picked up a bat, like George, it's 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 fun. It's it's good fun. You know, it's a pitching machine. There's sensors everywhere. Uh, each batting cage has a monitor, so you can do the, like a home run derby, where they will measure your speed and your velocity and your launch angle, and sort of play it on a big screen and whatever ballpark you want. You can even play full games. You know, you can play a simulated full game. It's, it's a lot of fun. You don't need to play baseball before. Just have a laugh. And what I liked about it, the atmosphere, again, I thought in there was, was brilliant. You know, everyone having a good time. Everyone there for the love of baseball, which is what I love. Yeah, you know, you feel the energy. If you're in the Stratford area or not even in the London area or coming down to London to visit, definitely check it out. It's in Westfield Shopping Centre. Uh, they've got the bar. They've got a few screens up there as well. I think they had five, six different screens. A sort of bleachers-style seating as well to watch, uh, to watch the baseball um i i really enjoyed it and uh, i'm looking forward to looking forward to going back there and during the london series it's going to be packed in there but i know mlb london have got a lot of things planned for that week before and after uh, around there so plenty of opportunity to get down there guys so that's what's been happening domestically uh so let's get into the baseball guys let's let's pressure touch this podcast we decided to set up as an introduction to ourselves but 
Spring training's here. The pitchers and catchers report in the next couple of days. The trucks are in Arizona uh, and in, of course, Florida. Spring training is right around the corner. Baseball is right around the corner. Um, I know people have a lot of mixed feelings about spring training. Uh, yeah, maybe it is too long, four weeks. I think we're all ready and itching for the real thing after, well, the first couple of days, first couple of games, to be honest. But it's just great to have a month of baseball at a UK-friendly time because the majority of games are on at 6 o'clock. MLB TV will have all the spring training games as well as all the season games. I cannot recommend downloading that and buying the uh, subscription enough. Fantastic value for money. And there's one big story at the moment, which is around baseball, and that is Mookie Betts. Is he going to the Dodgers? Is he not going to the Dodgers? We're going to get a Dodgers fan on and a Red Sox fan on to discuss this story at the moment. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to have, well, we're going to have a view from both sides about this Mookie Betts. We're going to have one from the Red Sox side and one from the Dodgers side. So on the Red Sox side is Johnny Wall. Johnny, first of all, welcome to the show. First guest on. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I'm honoured. Thanks, guys. <laughs> first of all, we're asking everybody how they got into baseball and their story. And uh, and what's your story? I think I was, I'm a product of the sort of Channel 5 days of the uh, of the 1990s student and all else to do, you know, didn't really go to uni, didn't really work too hard. Hey, there's baseball on all night. Fantastic. Um, I just grew into it from that. Uh, a big cricket fan, was a cricket player, and I guess there was a similarity, a feeling for stats, you know, the way the game is. Mm. Just, yeah, I just grew from that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so probably, oof, it's too many years now. It's about 25-odd years, I suspect. 26 years I've been following the Red Sox. It's been some good years in that period. Yeah, um, it has, yeah. But clearly, uh, clearly, clearly, the uh, we're on a roller coaster at this moment. <laughs> yeah. So, so fill us in with what what is happening with Mookie Betts at the moment. The deal broke a, a few nights ago. There was a Twins involved as well. Now the Twins have pulled out. Betts and the Dodgers look like they have to do their own deal. What, what's what's the latest? And what's your feelings on on losing Betts and and potentially David Price as well? I think the way I've tried to look at it is to take a step back. Uh, you know, it's a bit like Brexit. It feels like, you know, it's been going on for two years, but it's actually only four days. You know, the fans as a as a group, particularly in the States, I think, probably more than probably within the UK group, are mm. really failing. They're saying that the owners, you know, sell the club, get them out. They're putting prices up at Fenway and they don't want to pay this guy. But as a course, it's never quite that simple. You know, Mook, I think the place to start is Mookie's. He has openly mm. declared for several seasons. Now, he is going to free agency. Now, Buster Olney did a tweet a couple of days ago saying that, you know, he's a big union guy. He wants to push to free agency because he wants to drive the ceiling up for him and his fellow players, which he's got every right to do. Of course he yeah. has. You know, he's a professional athlete. These are his contracts. It's a short career. Get what I can. Fair enough. Now, the problem is, where does that leave the owners? You're kind of sitting there thinking, well, okay, I've got a guy, our best player, who's going to go away to free agency. Okay, we've tried to meet him with a deal. He's not giving us a hometown discount, and he doesn't want to sign anyway. So it's not like a Pedro or a Bogart. He's prepared to come off a little bit on the money, providing you give him a good deal. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of talk that they're 100 million odd apart, 300 versus 420. I don't think that's the problem, though. I think the problem is actually the years. You know, 12 years, are you going to be paying Mookie Betts $35 million to play as a DH when he's 39, 40 years old? Realistically. Look at Albert Pujols. 
you know, one of the all-time mm. breaks, but the body begins to let you down eventually. And suddenly, you know, that's a lot of money to be paying a 39-year-old. 30, if he was getting eight years at 40 million, I think the club would find a way. Yeah. Like, the years that's the killer. Very quickly, a, a quick prediction for the Red Sox for you this year. It's, <laughs> it's, year. Well, it's a question mark. You don't really know, do you? <clears throat> Um, quick question from me I said on I did say on the group um, our Facebook group this week hey what happened to Washington last year after Harper but um, I, you know look the, the key is pitching Sale has got to be good yeah, Evoli has got to be healthy and good um, if you lose Price you know if all the David Price gets knocked and it's postseason knocking He's been a bit of a horse the last couple of years. You know, he's got sub four ERA. He goes in pretty much day in, day out. He's had a few sort of gaming issues, you know, playing, you know, the old Xbox too much. But, you know, it's he's been he's been good. Can Eduardo Rodriguez take a bit of the more of the pressure? I don't know. He always seems slightly, slightly fickle to me sometimes. Um, realistically, most people have us at third, probably winning, probably... 10 games over 500. I think that's probably about right. Interesting. The bookies in Las Vegas didn't move, move the Red Sox one game down after the proposed trade. So what does that say about what they thought of the team and what mm. they think is actually without Price and Mookie, it probably may not have that much of a difference overall. Um, and yeah, the Rays, yeah, they're a good team. Um, they find a way. And the Yankees, yeah, Jackson, I can just see Jackson. <laughs> 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 it's going to be we're going to just have to wear one and hope hope someone hey look the great thing is Mookie goes to the Dodgers and the Dodgers stop the Yankees winning what better way to finish the year hey the Dodgers <laughs> always find ways to teams have something to say about that one Tracy <laughs> <laughs> you, you had a quick question yep and I only want one quick answer for this yep. who do you see being the Bosox next manager Oh, it's internal. I ain't gonna. Mm, I can't remember his name now. That's how embarrassing. Um, it's gonna be internal because I don't think anyone's probably gonna want to come from it still at the moment. And I think that's probably not a bad thing. Um, you know, he'll be a bit of a front office man. I don't think there's too much choice out there at the moment, really. So I uh, I can't remember the name of the third base guy, but I think he is favourite. And yeah, that's where I see it coming from. Okay, brilliant. Johnny, thank you very much for coming no on problem. and giving us your time. Thank that was, you. That was fantastic. Can I just, because I'm going to get, I'll get shot down if I don't. Can I just plug the, the, the Facebook page? Of course, which you is can. Boston, Boston, Boston. Boston fan UK. Anyone's there. And hey, nice. Look forward to catching up at the uh, batting cages. Absolutely. Johnny, thank Certainly. you so much for coming on. Cool. Thank you. No worries. See, See you later. Cheers. So we've now been joined by Leon from the UK Dodgers Twitter. Hello, Leon. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Not too bad yourself. Yeah, good to speak to you. Good to speak to you. Uh, we have been asking our other guests how they got into baseball. So what's your story? Um, basically, I was a terrible student when I was at school. And when Channel 5 first started um, first started up, actually, um, they used to show a lot of American sports. So you had the MLS, um, which back in the day, in those days, used to have penalty shootouts from the halfway lines of hockey style. Oh. Um, I was a big football fan, so I um, stayed up to watch that. Uh, and then baseball came on afterwards, um, and always seem to remember sort of Ken Griffey Jr. and, uh, and Randy Johnson. Uh, the Mariners were sort of fairly good in those days, um, but obviously still never won anything. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, started watching it from there. Gave it up for a little bit, um, and then sort of 
got myself a Jackie Robinson jersey from a car boot sale. Um, not with the intention of keeping it. It was just to, to flip it and make a bit of money on it. Um, and the guy was like, yeah, that's a Jackie Robinson jersey, which at the time didn't really mean anything to me. Mm. Um, so from there, sort of went home, had a look at it um, and picked the Dodgers, which sort of, you know, for my sleep is a really bad decision because uh, most <laughs> games start at three o'clock in the morning, which isn't great. But yeah, um, I've had a pretty good time watching them, um, given how many games they've, they've won over the last few years and obviously the World Series runs. Um, which they're quite cruelly cheated out of by Houston, um, as I'm sure oh. we'll discuss with uh, with the Astros at some point. Yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> so, how do you see Mookie potentially fitting in as a Dodger? It's it's a it's a strange one because last year we obviously won 106 games, um, so there isn't a massive need to upgrade things. Um, but when you can add a player as as good as Mookie Betts, it's you know it really does give you hope that you can really then push on, get back to the World Series, and actually win the damn ring because it's been quite a long time um, since since you know they've won it all. Um, you know, an outfield with two MVPs um, is is kind of ridiculous, really. Um, he slots in alongside Bellinger. Um, and we're not giving a lot up as well for it so far. I mean, obviously, this, this, they're still working out the uh, the trade at the moment after the Red Sox sort of got a bit, little bit, uh, face a little bit, bit of a backlash, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it could make a big difference. Um, the lineup, when you look at it on paper with Mookie Betts, is, is pretty scary. Um, so if he, he fits in and, and has a good year, you know, the, the sky's the limit, really, for the Dodgers. Do you think you'll have to trade anyone away to sort of giving him a regular place in the lineup, or uh, not? Not really. I mean, Verdugo was on on paper. He would have been one of the guys that you would have sort of, you know, get get a bit more playing time this year. He had a back injury towards the end of last year, but he was hitting well uh, when he had started. Um, obviously, I think we'll probably have to give a bit more up now. Um, it keeps us under the luxury tax as well, which is obviously the aim of, of most organisations these days. Um, and it gives, still gives us a bit of room to manoeuvre. We haven't given up any prospects. Um, so, it's, it, for the most part, it's a pretty solid squad. Obviously, you've got Jock Peterson going across to uh, to the Angels um, as part of a separate trade as well. Um, but Mookie Betts is, 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 you know, a more than capable replacement for Jock Peterson. Leon, does this put a lot... Of, it must put a lot of pressure on the Dodgers. You've got a team which is just frightening... Uh, pitching and uh, and offensively, there's a lot of expectation with Dodgers now. As a fan, you've got to be excited, but at the same time, you must be thinking, surely this time a ring is going to come your way. But that's going to put a lot of pressure on the Dodgers, isn't it? It, it, it can. And I mean, if, if, I think you'd put more, more pressure on us if we'd give more up in the trade. Um, True. Because, we, as I say, we're not losing any prospects, and the farm system is is, is extremely strong at the moment. Um, so it looks like it's going to, you know, we, for, for years to come, we're going to have a strong team. Obviously, you know, it is a big powerhouse franchise as well. Um, so, you know, next year they could do the same thing, trading for a superstar. Um, it, there, there will be that pressure. There's always going to be that pressure with it being LA. Um, but I think this this will probably take a little bit of pressure off in, in, in a sort of a, a weird sense. Um I think the most challenging thing for the Dodgers last year was not playing any real competitive baseball uh, until True. we faced the Nationals. Um, from the first first game of the season, you know the Dodgers were on top of the division. Really, there was a spell where the Padres looked like they were picking up a bit, and then they fell off. Um, 
and as I say, there wasn't really any competitive baseball. So, was, you know, that's the main thing is is, is getting in that mindset that we, you're going to face, you're going to be playing playoff baseball and you want that challenge. Um, and Mookie Betts, you know, he's had experience in the playoffs. I don't think he's, as far as I understand, his record isn't that great. But, you know, it's it's, it's a stage and he's an MVP. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it, it could take a little bit of pressure off. Um, but we just really need to get over that, that hump now and, and get that ring. Yeah. Brilliant. Leon, thank you so much for giving up your time and coming on to the show. And no uh, oh, I would say all the best to the Dodgers, but as a Phillies fan, oh, and at least NL rivals. <laughs> but uh, no, nah. Leon, all, all, all the best to you, buddy. Thank, thank you, you for coming much. on. Okay, great stuff. Great to have Johnny and Leon on uh, two sides of the coin there. And it's really interesting to find out what their opinions are. And of course, throughout the season, uh, the story, hot stories of the week, we'll try and get more fans on to come on, discuss their side and their opinions on what is going on in baseball. But on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, we asked you guys, how did you get into baseball and how did you follow your team? And the responses have been amazing. We've been literally inundated on both Facebook and Twitter of your responses. So, Tracy, if you take Twitter, I'll take Facebook replies. So what did you have on Twitter? Uh, Matthew from British Baseball Podcast says he's not got, currently got a team looking for advice on who to support. Oh. oh. Happy to have him out there. Well, yeah, I, 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 I can think of a team he should, he should go for. Well, I'm oh, sure you guys could. Well, whatever they say, the correct answer is the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope. Nah. Nah. No. Uh, I, I tell you what, I think we can do with that one. We can put that out to social media and say, look, He's looking for a new team. Who should he support? And let everyone put their cases forward on social media. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, let's do that. We'll do that after we finish recording. Yeah. We'll, 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 was it was it Matthew, that one, was it? Yep, at British Baseball Podcast. There you go. Matthew, we'll put it out on social media. We'll get everyone to put their pleas in on why you should become a fan of their team and, uh, and see if they can help you pick a team, buddy. Do you want to go with one from Facebook, Dave? Oh, on Facebook, we've got... Jason Jordan, he said he played baseball from 1990 to approximately 1998 with Tamworth. I didn't know British baseball was going back then. 19 years off and rediscovered Birmingham Baseball Club in 2018. I'm currently playing for them. I, for my sins in brackets, he says, follow the Angels and will be out with them in spring training. Uh, got into baseball by playing it. Tracy. Uh, at Tembo underscore Slice on Twitter, from what I've been told, Dad put a baseball in my hands at nine months old and la- I launched it. Baseball and the Philadelphia ew, Philadelphia Phillies from birth till the day I die. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we've got... Someone's got it. We've got Richard James Hampson, who says, remember seeing it way back when Channel 5 showed. I think this is quite uh, common for a lot of people. Of course, Josh and... Uh, and Johnny were Johnny Gold were, were presenting it, uh, and it piqued my interest. But then nothing came of it. Uh, had the interest peaked again at uni when a friend of mine from the US was streaming the Red Sox in 2004 postseason, uh, which really ignited his spark. Uh, he went to Petco on holiday and experienced a live game and was hooked after that. But uh, him, but sorry, uh, his wife loved Boston. Uh, him and his wife loved Boston as a city. And I'm a sucker for a team with some history. So I ended up pinning my socks to the mass and joining the Red Sox nation. Um, Matt from at East Mids Meetups stumbled on baseball uh, in the early 2000s as a teenager with the late night Channel 5 movie. 
you remember those ones. Picked <laughs> Indians because of the logo. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Left the game for a while, but then came back when they got good. And now I'm ready to watch them lose again. <laughs> uh, I got a really old school one here uh, from Gaz Tolton. He said he played R- uh, RBI baseball on the Amstrad and then got on oh. the hardball on the Mega Drive. Wow. Also, Channel 5 Vet. Stayed up every Friday night to catch the game they were broadcasting. Uh, he already loved NL, uh, NHL, NBA, and the NFL by playing computer games. So it was inevitable that he was going to follow the MLB by playing those games. Uh, and he says he is he loves an underdog because he's a Birmingham City fan. <laughs> uh, so the Mets slotted in nicely. Uh, plus, he loves the blue and orange uniform. Uh, yes. So that is Gaz Tolton and how he became a Mets fan. Uh Baseball Brit, who I'm sure you all know, uh, Joey got into baseball Hi, after leaving the UK in 2014 for Korea and Japan. Uh, LG Twins for Life and a Royals fan in MLB. Love the way baseball and ballparks bring people together. Yeah, here. Yeah. I've got to agree yeah, with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jonathan Besford says, been following baseball now for over a decade. I'm a huge Phillies fan. Yes, Jonathan. And got into baseball thanks to Channel 5 coverage. Just finished a shift at work and couldn't sleep. Switched it on and fell in love with it and really enjoyed Johnny and Josh. Again, another Channel 5 uh, story there. There seems to be a lot of those. Yeah, well, you said, George, you said you were Channel 5, didn't you, back in the day? Yeah, real, Josh and Johnny. real generation of baseball fans. Very, very influential um, to have terrestrial baseball TV available to us. Can't emphasise it enough. Yeah, absolutely. And we'd love to have them on the podcast. Yeah, Josh, Johnny, if you're listening on the off chance, join us. Love to have you both. Love to have you both on. There's a lot of a lot of people out there who got into baseball because of you guys. So yeah, absolutely. Tracy, any more on our Twitter? Uh, yes, at Philly underscore Muck eighty eight. Bit boring, but I'll go ahead. Got into baseball twenty eighteen after going to Cuba on honeymoon. Was trying to settle on a team and then got a Phillies hat due to my name and have followed them ever since. I'm going to try and get even more into it as I'm still trying to learn it. Oh, awesome. Dave, have you chosen all these Philly fans? No, I have been far too many of them, I tell you. I haven't even seen that one. Um, if you're if you're uh, following UK t- uh, Phillies, then uh, give me a give me a DM. Absolutely. Uh, but I have not. I have not picked these out at all. That's I have not paid these people. DMs. I have not paid these people, and that didn't, that wasn't meant like that. Um, <laughs> Tim Harvard says <laughs> Royals fan got into baseball in 1986 when Channel Four showed some highlights of the World Series. Lapsed into the early 90s and got back into it when I discovered Out of the Park on MLB TV. Didn't say his team though. Oh no, Royals fan at the very start. Yeah, Royals fan. They're uh, few and far between in the UK. Great to have some Royals fans. Uh, at Brit Dodger, been watching baseball about 10 years, picked the Dodgers in about 2013, falling in love with Puig, Grinky, and mostly Kershaw. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a list of players there. Uh, final couple here. Jason Moody uh, says, I've only been into baseball seriously for about a year now. Uh, it's a relatively new fan, but I've been following it loosely for about five years. A trip to New York with the Misses in 2012 introduced us to baseball and the Yankees. Several hey. trips and the Bronx visits later got me hooked. London series really ramped things up for me. And he's subscribing to MLB TV, which made him an addict. Oh, yeah. Could not <laughs> live yeah. without it. Very true. 
uh, at P Holland 1966, Rays fans, since I saw a game at the Trop back in 1999, got interested in baseball after getting into the NFL and thought it might be worth a look. Yeah, another race fan here as well, Kevin Layton, started watching Channel 5 again with uh, with Johnny Golf 97, went to Florida next year, saw the Rays live, been hooked ever since. Go Rays! And, uh, and we'll do one more each, I think. Yeah. I'm uh, just having a scroll through. Brian Kendall at BK the Maverick. 11 year old in 1977, I didn't like cricket, rugby, or football, but became obsessed with baseball as it was so different. Saw an ad for the various MLB baseball cards in a Marvel comic, and one was a picture Don Sutton, who to me wore the coolest uniform and cap, so picked the Dodgers. That is so random, but I love it. Yeah, this this one's even this is one's a really cool story by Ian Gavin. Uh, school friends and I began listening to games broadcast to U.S. troops in Europe and America Forces Radio in the early 1970s. As a teenager, of course, I support a team with an exciting name like the Pirates. Happily, uh, happily, they were World Series winners in those days. Since then, played in GB, coached, and now just a watcher, albeit an avid one. Go to two or three tournaments a year in Europe and hoping to support Team GB next month in the WBC 2021 qualifier in Tucson. Great story. Great story. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Absolute brilliant story. Sorry I couldn't get through all of them. There were so, so many uh, more rules fans on here as well. Awesome stuff. Guys, that is all for episode one. Uh, we're going to be dropping some uh, divisional preview shows during spring training we're gonna get every team covered every division covered and then after the preview shows and roughly about a week before the season starts we'll get into the weekly shows where we'll cover what's been happening in baseball have a nice big roundup and look ahead to the big series and the big games of the week coming up as well as what's coming up on bt and of course uk baseball and the mlb uk meetups whatever they may be happening but guys i hope you've enjoyed the first show george jack thank you so much for coming on Pleasure. If I pleasure, add, absolute pleasure, mate. If I can and just Tracy. add one thing, sorry, oh, if I can right. just add one thing. We do have a short little interview that I carried up with um, Liam Carroll, the Team GP coach from Home Run House. So we'll look to drop that in the next few days as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think in the build-up to the big uh, Team GP qualifiers, we will we will definitely start featuring that and uh, and get that interview with Liam and Tracy. Thank you so much for joining me as a co-host. Have you enjoyed it? I've loved it. Excellent. And hopefully you guys have loved it as well. And we'll keep on listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. It should be dropping on YouTube's uh, iTunes. <laughs> Doing so well. It should be dropping on iTunes in the next couple of days and Spotify and wherever else you can pick up your pods. Please subscribe. Please spread the word. Follow us on at uh, PTBNLUK. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. I'm tired. <laughs>